Hi, welcome to our podcast called Back to the Woods, where we reflect on uh, our journey we just took uh, in the fall musical called Into the Woods, thus the name of the podcast, Back to the Woods. Anyway, I'm with um, the stars of the show here, Roman Sclamenti, who played the baker, and Ellie Abdo, who played the baker's wife, and Katie Silverman, who played the witch. And we're just reflecting. So, Katie, (laughs) I have a question for you. When you started auditioning, or when you wanted to audition for the show, did you want the witch in the first place? Is that what you decided on? Were you like, I'm getting this witch, I'm gonna audition and get the witch? I think it was interesting because there are just so many phenomenal roles in this show. Like I'd never been so overwhelmed by how many parts I wanted to play. Um, And there was definitely a world in which I like could see myself as like Cinderella or the Baker's Wife or Little Red Riding Hood even would have been fun. But I think for me, the witch just seemed like the biggest challenge. It was the furthest out of my range acting-wise in terms of what I'd done. Um, And I thought it was the most – I found her to be really complicated in a way that I thought would be be exciting. Um, How about you guys? Did you go straight straight for Baker and Baker's Wife? I actually did not. I really – I've always – it's been a lifelong dream of mine to play Jack in the show. And then I realized, well, I'm kind of a little too old in this environment to be playing Jack. Um, and then I realized that the baker would be a really good challenge acting wise for me because I've focused a lot of my training so far on vocals and things like that. And I hadn't really taken a big acting challenge here at this school. So I wanted to challenge myself again, acting wise. Um, yeah, for me, it was, I mean, I trusted you guys totally like found bam touched in and i knew that whatever they decided was going to be right but from the first time i saw it i was like i really think i could do baker's wife i really feel like i could i could get that it was a crazy audition period to watch you guys come in and you know there's there's a time when you pick a show i actually wanted to ask you about that when you heard we were doing into the woods backing up before auditions what did you guys think was that was that an exciting show to choose? Actually, been, it, it's my favorite show, mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows of all time, and it's been a dream of mine to be in this show. So I was like ecstatic. I was. So I remember, though, I remember I was at Penn State. I was doing a musical theater intensive, and you called me, and because I was at Carnegie, because you're at Carnegie, and you just and you were like, "Did you see the show? It's Into the Woods." And I remember that we were nervous. Like, can we do this? Can we pull it off? This I was so really scared because show. I didn't know if we had the. First of all, I didn't know we were going to have a set, so I was scared that it was just going to be like, I thought they were going to stick some like two fake trees at the end of the We've never discussed this. This is interesting to me. So you were at NYU. Completely the opposite. I was at NYU. So we were all at programs over the summer. And I saw it. And in New York right now, the version that they're doing has no set. And I was like, this is perfect. It's a show with no set. That's why I thought you guys picked it it. because we weren't going to have a set. It's not why we picked it. And I'm going to tell you exactly why we picked it. because. You were off working as a performing artist, and you were off working as a performing artist, and you were off working as a performing artist. And we had seniors that could handle this difficult material. The, 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 a Sondheim show, you know, is, is one of the most difficult things you can do. We've never done one at Buckley. And it was picked because your class, you guys, are capable of doing this. And it, it, it was one of those things where everything just fell right for this show. You guys you guys were here and we were able to do a musical that was really difficult and meaningful. So, I mean, I also think that we had a great we like lucked out with the freshman talent this year 
Yeah. Like we pulled a lot of talented freshmen that really executed their roles, roles well, I feel. Um, yeah, we have talented seniors, but like, I feel like it, the other- There wasn't a, there, you know, the thing about um, a show and what makes it, what makes a show spectacular, what makes a show great, it, everything has to go right. Everything. You can't have a weak link. You know, the, the, the one person that you, you know, the audience goes, oh, why did they cast that person? We didn't have that. I knew who we had. And I was so excited to be part of the directing team with, with, uh, with Laura Bamford and, and John Touchton. And, and I knew you guys were there and it was, it, it was fun and everything went right. And it wasn't just you guys, it was the set. You know, I called a, I called a friend of mine and, and he designed this, the most beautiful set. And they pull and they built it, and it was it was beautiful. Everything went right. It was fun. Okay, I want to ask you what uh -oh. it was like seeing the auditions. Like what, the auditions. What, were, what was the audition process like? Was it a fight? Was it challenging? Was it easy? What I, I will tell you, it was. What was exciting was I knew what you I knew you three really well, and I knew what you would bring to the table. Uh, and I think uh, you know John and Laura would say the same thing. And but what was amazing was things that came through the door and you went, oh my gosh, which like Addison. Mm -hmm. Addison who played Cinderella came through the door with this gigantic voice. And I, you know, I did think of you for Jack cause you are a Jack. If you we were doing it professionally, you could play Jack. And then Max could sing Giants in the Sky and it was fantastic. So things started to fall into place and it was, it was exciting. It was really exciting. There, there are things that happened that you guys did on stage that I will never forget as long as I live. It was one of the great experiences. You know, you know, I'm old. Hmm. It was a great experience of my life. I mean, to to be part of this for, with you guys. Did you have favorite moments either from the show or from the process? From the process, yeah, I did. I had a lot of favorite moments. I mean, there were a lot of things where, where you know, I mean, my favorite things, honestly. Uh, we're watching you guys do stuff that had nothing to do with me, you know, watching you guys create things on your own. I mean, you guys have had a lot of experience and, you know, I remember watching you do no more and, and which is, when we did no more. Yeah. You and Grant. And it was beautiful. It was just beautiful. And it, it, it just changed and evolved that moment between the father and the son and your moments in the woods you know, it was just so spectacular and beautiful. And, and, and that your fault last midnight, holy cow. I wish everybody watching this could see that. What were your favorite moments during the, the process? Well, I remember, and I don't know if we maybe want to cut this out because we don't, but I remember it was the three of us still at callbacks. It was like mm. eight o'clock at night and we were like kind of lingering, like grabbing our stuff. And you came out of the room and you said, we've got a show. This is so exciting. And I just remember being like, wow, that's so exciting. I forgot about that. I remember that. Hold on. It's about forgetting about school and focusing on this thing as if you would professionally. That doing this is such an important thing for your growth as a performer. And you guys all want to be performers. You're all going to be in the business as performers. You can do whatever you want. You are. You can write, you can direct, you can produce, and you can be actors in the business. I believe I will. I told you guys this. I believe at some point. In the next 10 years, I'm going to be buying tickets to see you guys in New York. I think that's reasonable. But the reason that it's part of the school is because it's it's so important. Yeah, it, it has to be part of the school at this 
stage in our lives. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to think, because normally in a, in a class, you'll see one or two people doing the shows who want to go on to do it professionally, with two being, I think, fairly anomalous. Yeah. And in our grade, we have five. At and least four. At, yeah. Us, Jack and Emily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think the fact that we've had the opportunity to be doing this in seventh grade and that yeah. we've just had so many shows under our belt and so much experience really shows how influential this is. And how much, you know, starting early and getting to be a part of this process, you know, is, has shaped us. Do you remember the middle school play? Of course. Completely. Yeah. I, it was the first time someone actually coached me through a monologue. My Schindel monologue. And it was like, actually, you took the time to like sit down and analyze this character, analyze his words. And it was the first time I ever really found like respect for writing and bringing writing even because you wrote it you wrote that show so of course you took some time with it but <laughs> but it was the first time someone like stopped me and was like really think because acting is about thinking but also not thinking yeah you have to think before and then when you're in the moment you have to not think you have to do the work you know there's preparations yeah. that you have to do and you took the time to do that with us yeah and well for me i mean that just to set the table we i it was one of the first shows i directed here and it was a play that I wrote that meant a lot to me. I had written it because my brother had passed away and I was grieving about his loss. So I had written this play. This play. And what was so cool about the working with the three of you and getting to work with you five years later was you were already working as seventh graders, like professionals. I was, I was really having conversations with you then, like you were adults and, and we were looking for your choices that you make. I mean, you were working inside out, you know, organic and it was really cool. And you were doing it then, which is why I was so excited to get that phone call from Alona to come here and, and, and direct, you know, and work with you guys one more time. Was that really one of your first plays here? I thought you'd been doing the middle do school plays. Why did you just automatically start directing shows here? How many had you yeah. done before you did the one with us? I two more, two. Really? I had well, so my son had was at Buckley a, a long time ago because I'm really old and um, he, really old. Uh, Mr. Nash had asked me to come hang out and direct some of the shows and the middle school shows because I had time and I said sure, I loved it. And it was a blast. And that was a really important one for me because it was a play I had written because, you know, I was trying to work through a loss. And, um, you know, you had the, you had my voice in that in that monologue. That was my voice. I, I didn't even know at the time no. either. I no one. And I didn't want to tell you and make you think about like, it. Like, we just found this out this year. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was that. So we started our journey in middle school five years ago. Yes, we did. Okay, back to Into the Woods. There was the very last night of the show. You were on stage because we were you were singing No One Is Alone. Okay. And Ellie and I come upstairs for our last entrance and there's, what, what was it? Was it four or five people? No, it was Ever, already like six there. or seven. Yeah, there, there are six or seven there. people who have their arms around each other. Like we're just swaying, kind of swaying back and forth to the music. So... We kind of joined. We just joined. And then people kept coming upstairs and joining. And it was literally every single person from the cast who was not on stage. And more. It was a. It was Mr. Die too. Mr. Die and, and the uh, Miss Wells. Miss Wells. crew members. Like everybody yeah. backstage was in this huddle together swaying and crying. And crying. And it sounds so corny. And I'm thinking about the fact that I did this. And I'm like, 
Wow, that's really corny. Wow, but that's such a beautiful moment that I wasn't a part of. You weren't, ex you weren't you included. You created the moment. You created the moment with and your music and with your storytelling. Thank you. But I think I felt so connected. I felt to the cast. Yeah. We were really sharing one heart, and it was, and we were just appreciating this show that we'd created and that we put together, and, and the family that we'd become. Oh, yeah, that's that's. And then I had to go beautiful. on stage, and I was still crying, and it was really hard. I did not know this. Oh my god! You never knew. It's crazy because you wouldn't, because you wouldn't. But it was such a such a core moment. It was really yeah. defining for the rest of the cast who who wasn't you. So, <laughs> but that's great. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Katie. But Addison and Avina, mm -hmm. Max were also not a part of they, it. They so. excluded them too. So, okay. so no one is alone. That's true. That's true. This, you, that's you guys don't realize that so much stuff happens, like backstage. backstage so many things go wrong. But I have I mean, no idea. Unless about. you do realize, and our show was horrible. But yeah. no, there were so many things that happened this year, like backstage that. We just kept going like the udders like that happened on stage i had to pick those up that was such a pro move that was a good save such that was a, a great save you you went and you just swooped up the udders there was like like how was there a problem there was a lot of difficulty trying to figure out how to get the objects to disappear into the cow like getting yeah. the cow to eat the objects even in the even as that like, rehearsal was process fine. was and this you guys were the the cape was pretty fine it was, it was a shoe a shoe to go into the cow so we found out that we had to loosen up the rope around milky white's neck and then max who played jack would shove the shoe into the the, the neck between the rope. the rope and the neck so the shoe froze at the neck yeah, yeah. so it looked like the cow ate the shoe yeah it hopefully it looked like the cow ate the yeah i hope we'll yeah out. i right. really don't know if it did speaking of did magic it? speaking of magic did what with this with the that blast of uh, what was it co2 what yeah. that blast how was that, that when you were singing I, and it only worked the, the one in the, the, in the dress rehearsal it never worked during a rehearsal and it only worked one like and i and i couldn't see because all I can feel it's negative 40 degrees it's really cold CO2. it's negative 40 degrees so I'm all I know is I scream and then suddenly I can't see anything or breathe and I'm very cold and that's when I leave the stage so I was kind of just assuming that it looked cool until I watched you know Ellie's dad's bootlegged video of the show and I see <laughs> which which doesn't exist say that but if I had seen that I would have realized that you can fully just see me walking <laughs> running off stage, off stage. <laughs> which I would not have done like that if I so someone could have given me a heads up that I was still visible. Um, it it actually worked better than you think it worked. It, it was really cool. It don't shrug. It worked better in dress. It, it did. There was one night where you literally disappeared, it, but and it was the humidity. It was because of the yeah. remember the rain. Mm -hmm. And that we should we should set that is that we were. It was there were a lot of tricks in the show that were really hard to pull off. Like the trap, the trap door, and the whole Little Red Riding Hood scene. I had no idea that that even existed. That worked until well. I saw the dresser result, and that was incredible. That was yeah. very, that was very cool. The the thing I loved about the Little Red Riding Hood scene was the the moon that hung over the scene beyond the trees. There was this giant full moon, and it was really cool looking. It was I. I'm going to miss seeing that. I enjoyed seeing every show. I, I Me too. I miss being a part of every show and I miss like feeling like I had a job to do. Yeah. You know, because sometimes at school. That's what you guys are going to do. Because <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah. Sometimes here I sort of feel like this like robot that just goes to class and does my homework and and being a part of a production is something that like gives people so much life it gives people purpose it gave like a drive to the day it gives like, people purpose for real so i can go to rehearsal and i don't know it's hard to get over i told ellie this i've been having recurring nightmares 
I told you about the first one, I think. Maybe I didn't tell you. In which I'm like in the woods and it's real woods and I'm doing something and I'm the witch. And then someone's like, no, you're not the witch. You're Katie Silverman. Oh, you're and I'm like, about this. no, I'm the witch. And then I start turning into a tree. And then I wake up once I've turned into a tree. And I mean, I, how are you guys coping with being out of the woods? Every year after a show, I always, I like named it. I go, I get post-show depression because it's yeah. such a high, like you're at such a high doing these shows. And then all of a sudden you just go back to regular life where you have nothing to do after school and you have no purpose except for doing that calculus homework, Miss Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> Please no, it's, like, it's so upsetting to drop. And especially like this year to have like kind of gone up the mountain of doing a show mm -hmm. and to have ignored all of my other life problems which were mostly college applications mm -hmm. and then to come off the back end and have everybody be like okay here are seven schools you have to apply to by next week do all of them right yeah. now mm -hmm. and that was awful it made me even more sad yeah you guys have been dealing with school college applications and auditions for your colleges yeah right. and into the woods all at once and having a life you know that's a lot yeah. Not the life Not part. Not the life part. Oh, you don't have that? Well, it's into the I have a life. Instead of that. I have a life. That's good for you. Good for you, Roman. Thank you. And for me, I My life was into the woods, Roman. It, me too. Hey, I didn't see anybody. I didn't even yeah. see my parents in those like two we weeks. We each other though, which and we don't. And we really do build a family in those in those two weeks, for, even throughout the whole process. You get so close. And there are so people. Close. There are people so who nice. I feel like for most of high school that I just never even talked to that I now feel like I've known for years just right. because yeah. of into the woods. Right. Um, is it is it starting to hit you guys that this is your senior year? You've done a lot of shows together that you're not, mm -hmm. you're going to be going your separate ways. Well, we still have the play. We still have the play. We have one more. But I also, I feel like we really accomplished something as a group of performers. And I feel like we're not going to be leaving this, this phase of our careers as artists having left a stone unturned. I mean, they've yeah. been married in every, so in every time. type of marriage. Roman is my husband. I so. feel like after Into the Woods, we left our mark on Buckley. Yeah. Like I, f I hope that we will be remembered at this school for like actually doing something mm -hmm. because I'm not remembered for anything else because I can't do anything else. But I really hope that we left our mark here at this school and we like inspire the younger kids because the older kids when I was younger, they were a big inspiration. Oh, to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked up to them so much. It also, I, you go ahead. It also just felt like because we had got because we were allowed to do the shows in seventh and eighth grade and so to finish like us three did all of the musicals together and it felt like finishing this felt like we had really completed a journey to go out with such a bang yeah as we did with this show and did it on such a perfect note oh it was perfect. oh yeah and our last bow together that was yeah i was crying, yeah, I was crying. because the last bow was just the, th the three, three of us. us stepped up together and that was and that was so special to be able to bow the, the three of us. And just to wrap this up, I will tell you that the underclassmen did talk about you guys. I will, uh, Grant Culling said to me when I was talking about uh, uh, one of the performances of No More, he said, I am so lucky to get to work with the legends. You guys are the legends. Mm -hmm. Katie, Ellie, Roman. Um, Mr. Spound. Mr. Spound. This was our Back to the Woods podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.